Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast where we dig into God's Word together and find life through Jesus Christ. My name is Ben Blakey. It's Monday, the 27th of July, 2020. So we are starting a new week today, and I want you to imagine waking up today, Monday morning, new week, you, you know, you're a little groggy, you're waking up, you, you hit the alarm button on your phone, and then, you, you know, you, you open your phone as, you know, you're kind of propping those eyelids open, maybe you're stumbling, you, you know, out of the bedroom, moving towards the kitchen, trying to make that coffee, and you see some news notifications on your phone. And you find out that, believe it or not, the year 2020 is even getting more crazy than it already was because you're seeing news notifications that now, on top of everything else that's going on, there is a foreign invasion. Our country is being invaded by a foreign army. And as you look at this and you look at the most recent notifications there on your phone, you're actually finding that there are enemy forces making their way towards your city. How's your Monday morning going? Right? I don't think you need the caffeine of the coffee anymore. You are now wide awake. I'm sure your mind is is racing. You're reaching out to people. You are now sharp. You are now getting more focused. You are instantly preparing for how you and your family are going to prepare yourselves. What are you going to do? How are you going to defend yourself? What is your strategy going to be? And now you are working, ready to go because you didn't realize it when you woke up, but you're in a battle. And while I can't really say this with with certainty because I I never know how things are going to develop, I I doubt there is a foreign invasion going on this morning. But the reality is you are in a battle. As soon as you woke up this morning, you you are, as Pastor Charlie said in a sermon a, a month or two ago, you are behind enemy lines. As we're going to see in our revival from the Bible reading today, we are in the middle of a war. Every day when you wake up, you are instantly in a spiritual battle. Are you ready? Are you taking that with the seriousness that I think God would want you to? Let's talk about that more as we look at our first passage for the day, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 24, which will be the last passage here in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians 6, 10 through 24. And it begins by saying, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places." Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. See, this passage makes so clear that we are in a war. We are in a battle. 
not a physical one with some foreign army or, or anything else, but we are in a spiritual battle against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. We're in a battle against forces that we can't even physically see. A, a battle with, with the devil and w- with his minions, right? W- this is what we are engaged in right now as a Christian. And, and even when you think about 2020, one thing that's maybe consumed some of your conversation is everybody's trying to figure out what's really going on w- w- with everything that, that has happened, right? And, and we want to... S- Think even reasonably to think maybe what's going on behind the scenes with some of the events that we are seeing happening. And if you've had those conversations, you know, there's probably a wide range of ideas, even amongst your spheres of influence and even amongst your circle of friends. But here's the bottom line for us as Christians. We already know what's going on behind the scenes, you know, behind Uh, what could be going on through a virus, what's going on behind what's going on through governments or other powers that be in the world in which we live. We know that there are spiritual forces, even what it says here, spiritual forces of evil. They are at work in our world. And as Christians, we should live every day like that's true. If it took 2020 for us to think, man, there's some spiritual forces of evil going on in our world, then then we've been missing the boat for years because that's what's going on every day in our world. We are in a war as Christians, a spiritual war. So what do we do about it? Well, first we have to be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. From the beginning, there needs to be a reliance on God. If we're thinking, yeah, war, I'm fired up, let's go, right? And we're thinking about it all on our own. That, that's not how we should think about it. We need to be strong in the Lord, relying on him, reaching out to him in prayer. And then it says, putting on the armor of God. So what I want you to do is we're starting a new week here on Monday morning is I want you to think through even these pieces and pray through these pieces of armor uh, to make sure that you are ready to fight the spiritual fight this week. And in verse 14, it says, stand therefore having fastened on the belt of truth. What's dominating your life? Is it your feelings? Is it opinions? Is it things going on in the world? Or is what is really, you know, girding up the loins of your mind? That, that's the idea, right? That they'd be wearing that these clothes that'd be kind of flowy and open and uh, go down their, their legs. And probably if they were trying to run around, might trip them up. So they would, you know, pull up the loose ends of the robe and tie them around their waist with their belt. Is that what you're doing with your mind? Tying up the loose ends of your mind and bringing it back to the truth of God? Having put on the ble- the breastplate of, of righteousness. Now, ultimately, we know as Christians, we find our righteousness in Jesus Christ. But that righteousness that is imputed to us through Jesus it is meant to produce practical righteousness in our lives. And I think that ultimately the righteousness of Christ, but then the righteousness that he works in our lives, it defends us. It, it defends our, our chest, even in our heart. 
If there is sin that you are holding on to in your life, you are giving up a key piece of your armor. And while we are certainly, none of us are, are sinless, we should be striving for integrity and knowing that that, that integrity, uh, being above reproach will be a guard around our, our heart, will be a guard in this battle. And as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. I love that idea of readiness com- matched with the gospel. Are you ready to share the gospel this week? Pray about that. And then it says, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And when Pastor Charlie at our Church Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley spoke on this passage last month, he talked about that this shield being one that you could, you know, put yourself behind. And this shield of faith being our confidence in the promises of God. That when the fiery darts of the enemy one are getting you down or discouraged or tempted, no, the shield you hide behind is the promises of God, that you know God will be good. And take the helmet of salvation. You want something that's going to put your mind at ease, knowing I'm saved. And there's nothing that can change that. I've been saved by Jesus Christ. And the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, that that is our weapon, the word of God. We've got to be in it. We've got to, we have to know it. Do we know the word better than our enemy does? Are we ready to use this weapon? And all of this is put together with prayer, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication to that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. That you need to be praying for yourself today. You need to be praying for your friends, for the people at your church today, because we are in a war. So put your armor on today and let's be ready. Let's be ready to fight the battle this week. Let's move on to our next passage, Psalm 89. We read verses 1 through 10 yesterday, and today we're picking it up with verses 11 through 19. And and starting in verse 11, it continues to talk about God and how great that He is. And we saw that yesterday. We really emphasized the faithfulness and the steadfast love of God. And we see these things come up today. We also see just the power of God. Verse 11 says, The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours, the world and all that is in it. You have founded them. So it's talking about how great God is. Verse 14 says, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness, the two things we talked about on Saturday, go before you. But then look at what it starts saying in verse 15, because it starts getting into, okay, this is who God is, but what about God's people? It says, blessed are those who know the festal shout. Fest, you know, think festival, um, think something joyous, something happy, right? And even think about the festivals that the people of Israel would celebrate every year. Blessed are those who know this kind of celebration, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face. And look at verse uh, 16, who exult in your name all the day and in your righteousness are exalted for you are the glory of their strength and by your favor our horn is exalted for our shield belongs to the Lord our king to the holy one of Israel 
see that there's a people who know this shout, who exult in the name of the Lord all day long. And the, the God is the glory of their strength. There's a strength in their hearts, even that is linked to worship. I think that's something you'll see. We talked about something from revival from the Bible yesterday at Compass Bible Church, Treasure Valley, King Asa, and how it was so important in the strength of his time as a king when he was seeking the Lord. And a key component of that was worship. That needs to be a key component of our lives every day. And worship isn't just the singing of songs. It's this confidence in God, living life with a high view of God, exulting in his name all the day. There's a strength that will come to us. God is strong. God is mighty. And there is a strength and a might that will exist in our own lives when we are focused on exalting God day in and day out. And we're going to see a little bit of that in our other Old Testament passage for the day in 2 Chronicles 19 through 21, as we continue to look at King Jehoshaphat. And before we, we see this effect of being strong in the Lord and through worship, we see something that we talked about on Saturday when we said, whoa, watch out for Jehoshaphat and how he's teaming up with King Ahab, who is a bad, evil king. That's not good. And there's going to be consequences. We see that at the beginning today in Second Chronicles 19, when it says, Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, returned in safety to his house in Jerusalem. But Jehu, the son of Hanani the prophet, went out to meet him and said to King Jehoshaphat, should you help the wicked and love those who hate the Lord? Because of this, wrath has gone out against you from the Lord. He's rebuking him for his partnership with Ahab, for how he is being chummy with the evil of the world. And a good opportunity for us to check ourselves in that. But the big story of, uh, of especially chapter 20 here is a foreign army, again, our hypothetical, comes to invade the kingdom of Judah. And Jehoshaphat responds rightly and righteously with prayer. And he gets a word that God is going to deliver them. A prophet prophesies that they will have victory in the battle after the prayer. And what they do then is they worship God and they wake up the next morning and they go out to battle. And I love this. It says that when the king had taken counsel with the people, he appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the army and say, give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love endures forever. That literally they, they put the choir at the front of the army and they are heading into battle with worship. As we talk about our lives being a spiritual battle and we see Psalm 89 that we should be exulting in God all the day. Let's head into battle today with worship, with putting our eyes on God. Again, not just song singing songs or something like that, but living life with a high view of God. Our final passage today is Luke chapter 8, verses 26 through 39. And here we see Jesus heal a demon-possessed man, even one that was, he was possessed and he said his name was Legion, for many demons had entered him. And Jesus enters, or he casts out the demon. And what I want you to notice is the differing responses. 
you're going to see the people in that city begging Jesus to leave. And then you're going to see the man who's had the demons cast out of him. And he is begging that he might stay with Jesus. And how the world is going to be begging Jesus to leave. But true Christians, those that have really been touched by Christ and changed by him, they're going to be begging to stay with Jesus. So let's seek the Lord. Let's seek Jesus. Let's exult in his name all day today as we head into battle for his glory. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church, Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. 